1015. Welcome to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry. And, of course, the CHS Coaches Show can be heard every Monday night from 6 p.m. to 645 to the end of the football season. Then every other week beginning in January to the end of the school year. Of course, the CHS Coaches Show is brought to you in part by Gulf America Wild Rope, Romero's Power Sports, Sester Wealth Management, the Landscape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, Ornor Glass, Hennigan Team Dentistry, the UPS Store, Catholic High School, Mustn Patu, Integrity Rentals, BNL Engine Repair, Gulf Marine, Action Specialties, H&M Farms, uh, the Senate Campaign, Dr. Seth Rosen, Swiggs Group, EP Bro, United Fire and Safety, Swing Insurance, Stepco Products, Colder CPAs, HIS Fire and Safety, and Musso Investments. And with that, we're here at the studios of Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240 at 107 West Main Street here in downtown New Iberia, right next to Victor's Cafeteria, which is closed. And you can listen to the CHS Coaches Show while streaming on the Internet at www.kane1240.com and uh, or sign up for Simple Radio app and negotiate through it, the app, uh, and listen to Kane Radio. And you can now listen to Kane Radio on the FM band 107.5. And if you have an Alexa, just say, Alexa, play Kane 1240, and it will. Meanwhile, Coach, uh, Catholic High teams are uh, taking up during the school year. Of course, Kane Radio will broadcast uh, selected games this year. And, of course, football is on the schedule now, Coach. In August, uh, you had a scrimmage uh, a couple of weeks ago and then uh, had a jamboree over the weekend. Why don't you go ahead and elaborate uh, first maybe on the jamboree and what took place in that? Yeah, we played uh, we played Opposites Catholic in the St. Ed's Jamboree on Friday. And, you know, we ended up coming up a little bit short, 14-13. Um, but I was very pleased with the way our guys played. Um, they played with great effort. They went out there. They executed at times. Uh, you know, we had a lot of things to correct, and, and the film showed that. We saw some really good things on film, too. Um, but, you know, a lot of the, the mistakes that we made were kind of things you'd expect in, in, in a week zero type situation um, as a Jamboree. Um, tackling wasn't as good as it could have been, but, you know, that's, that's partially because we don't tackle live at practice just because you eat all the numbers. We can't afford to lose a guy in that, in that capacity. Um, but, you know, we do have a lot of things that we work on tackling-wise that we didn't always do great. So, so there are some, some disappointments as far as that goes, but, but we, we already started adjust, uh, making adjustments to that and working on those different things. Um, so, you know, I felt like we played pretty well. Um, obviously, we didn't play as good as we could have. Uh, special teams ended up kind of hurting us. We ended up having a snap over the uh, PAT, the, the holder's head on a field goal, and we ended up losing by one point. Um, so, you know, hopefully our kids learn from that mistake, learn to focus a little bit better, and, you know, and hopefully it won't happen in a game that matters. So overall, like I said, I was very pleased with our guys' effort, the way they went out and the way they did things. Um, you know, us as a coaching staff, we didn't we didn't open up the whole playbook in that jamboree because there, there's really no point in a jamboree. Um, we wanted to kind of focus on, on the, the things that we do best and, and the focus on our base of our offense and base of our defense. And that's what we did. Um, so there were some situations where we could have done some things differently as a coaching staff, but we really didn't want to just because of the situation. Um, but like I said, overall, I was very pleased with the way our kids played, and, and I, think, I think this is just the beginning of a great year. A coach with some of the, uh, you know, the issues were just, it was it with kids maybe lining up wrong or just reaction issues or uh, what type of, uh, you know, you mentioned things we can clean up a little bit. Uh, you had many penalties in the game, uh, things of that nature? Um, no, we didn't have too, too many. Uh, but like I said, you know, on that PAT that we ended up missing, we had two false starts. We had two different kids that jumped on two different plays and the third play when we did it we snapped it over his head so so you know those those are just focus things focus um mistakes that we can we can fix um 
as far as the tackling goes, you know, we, like I said, we don't do a whole lot. Of, we don't do any live tackling, but we, we do a lot of tracking drills. We will follow that back hip to where we don't overrun the play, so we're ready for cutbacks, and we didn't do a very good job in the game of doing that, um, which might, you know, be credited to having a lot of momentum going, a lot of, um, you know, high energy being in, in live bullets, you know, in the sure. game going on. But, uh, that you know, those are the things that, that I was a little disappointed in, uh, those mistakes, because those are things that, that definitely shouldn't have happened. Um, but we, like I said, we already started working on, on tracking hips again, you know, making sure we're focused on that, making sure we do a better job of that going forward. Um, but those are the main things that I was thinking about, I was talking about earlier. Okay. Well, let's talk about what you did well in basically the Jamboree. What were you pleased with? And uh, why don't you reiterate on that? Um, you know, on the other end of special teams, I feel like our kickoff return team did a great job. Um, you know, our two returners did a good job of getting the ball and, and we had it built in to try to do a return right, um, but OC was kicking the ball deep to our our left. Um, so, you know, one of the things we worked on, if that's the case, we want to make a burst call and try to hit it on that left sideline. And our guys handled it really well. Um, those returners made that call, and they made the adjustment, and they hit it downhill. Uh, so, you know, I was very pleased with that. Um, Bennett Boudreaux, our kicker, started off a little rough um, on his kickoffs the first time. We, we kicked him out of bounds, but then he made some adjustments, and he had two two perfect kicks really um the first one the second one he kicked to the five yard line with a great hang time right between the numbers and the hash which is right where we want the ball to be um the second time he kicked it as a touchback into the end zone right between the numbers and the hash exactly where we want it to be so if it is returnable it's it's you know it's at a good spot to where our coverage team can can kind of cover that um so you know those were some some bright spots in my opinion uh i felt like offensively luke landry did a great job of protecting the ball making good decisions at quarterback um I felt like Marcus Austin played a really good game at running back, um, stepping up uh, and doing a good job there. Our O-line did a great job in pass pro. Um, you know, their D-line didn't get close to Luke. Uh, that was a great pocket the whole time. Um, defensively, I felt like our effort was great. Our energy was good. We flew around. Um, tackling wasn't great, like I said. But like I, but like I said, I mean, that's kind of expected week one. But the energy was great. The guys got lined up. They flew around. Um, they made some good calls and made some good decisions. Um, but, you know, like I said, there's a lot that we can improve on, and I think we've already started making those strides since we watched film with practice today. Um, so a lot of good things, a lot of things we can still fix, though. All right. Since I wasn't able to uh, find out information, uh, how did your run game go uh, with versus passing game? Were you 60-40 run to pass or 50-50? Uh, how did they break out? Uh, can you uh, give us a little info on that? Um, I would guess we were probably maybe – 50-50, 60-40, run to pass, somewhere in that range. We're, right. we're pretty balanced, um, which is what I always want to try to be, especially when it's a, you know, a manageable game. Um, when it ends up being a blowout either way, obviously it kind of changes. If you're getting beat, you try to throw the ball to try to run to, try to get things going as quickly as possible. If you're in the lead, you run the ball to try to run the clock out. Um, but, you know, in meaningful minutes, I, I would like for us to try to be as close to 50-50 as possible. And I think we were pretty close. We, made a ran, we may have ran it a little bit more, if I remember correctly. Um, I don't have the stats in front of me right okay. now, but but no, it, w it was pretty balanced. All right, did uh, how many kids were you able to play? Uh, maybe build up a little depth or anything uh, during the course of the jamboree? Um, to be honest with you, I'm not sure exactly how many we played. I mean, a bunch of them did, including special teams and all that, but I, I really don't know okay. the numbers. I mean, I'd say there were at least 30 different kids that played offense and defense, if not more, um, plus probably about 10, 15 more on special teams. So a lot, a lot of our guys got in, you know, some meaningful reps, whether it's special teams, offense, defense, um, and, and all of them. You know, I was very pleased. I don't think anyone played a bad game. Um, obviously, everyone has 
everyone has things they can improve upon because, I mean, it's impossible to play a perfect game. Sure. Uh, but I was pleased overall with all our kids. And uh, with that, uh, do you have many kids going both ways this year? No one really starting both ways. I mean, like ways. 100%. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, yeah. One, no one 100%, but, you know, some of our big guys, our linemen, you know, kind of have to do it just so death-wise. Um, Tristan Lewis is going to play a little bit both ways at times. Uh, Jaden Mitchell a little bit at times. Um, Marcus Austin may, as long as Javon's still out because he plays some cornerback and some running back. Um, but, you know, no one, no one every down. Uh, okay. is the plan you know we have a couple guys that, that have some plans everyone's primary one way or the other and we'll play a little bit on the other side in other words uh they'll, they'll play in certain situations whether it be uh, offensively uh, passing down or defensively maybe a short yardage situation yeah. and, or vice versa a third and a long situation when you might substitute kids that uh, give you a little more uh, opportunity there but it's always good to have some of those uh I would just say uh, Swiss Army knives, you know, they can get out there and go both ways and help you in certain situations as it uh, comes to fact. So yep, absolutely. Uh, always good to have players like that in, uh, in any uh, particular uh, uh, class, whether you be pro college or high school. Uh, good to have those type kids. Uh, anything uh, uh, with regards? Uh, we've got a few more minutes before our first break. Uh, uh, don't want to get into your future opponent just yet, but uh, maybe uh, comment uh, your injury factor, things uh, looking up and okay. And, uh, you know, I'm sure you have bumps and bruises uh, as the season starts off and all. Uh, uh, anything you'd like to elaborate on that? Yeah, um, you know, scrimmage, scrimmage started off pretty rough for us. Uh, that was over ago. against Centerville. That was over against Centerville. Two okay. weeks ago, we had um, one injury in, in warm-ups. Uh, Gunnar Buto, he ended up having an avulsion fracture on his hip, um, basically just running down the sideline. So, you know, unfortunately, it looked like he was going to be out pretty much the whole season. But oh, good wow. news, after he went to see the doctor, he'll be back in, a, in about four or five weeks, um, which, is, which for, is great for him. For district. Yeah, which I don't know how much he'll play, you know, varsity-wise, but he's a JV guy that, oh, okay. that, that could use those reps. He's just a sophomore. Oh, okay. Um, and then Javon Brown hurt his knee. Um, in the second, third carry of the game, he ended up having some, some meniscus in, uh, injury. But, you know, we weren't sure exactly the extent of it, but he went in and, and went with Dr. Seth and kind of cleaned it up a little bit, and he should be back week four, week four or five. Okay. So, All right. so, you know, worst case scenario, we'd have, we'd have lost him for the whole year. So that's, that was a good situation for him. And it's still, he's a big running back yeah, with you big for running you? back, okay. yes, sir. All right. Yeah, short yardage um, guy. So, so, you know, that's, that I'm, I'm happy for him as a senior that he, you know, he will be back. Um, obviously, I'm happy for the football team, but more so for him especially. I mean, that, that's tough to, to lose a senior season. So I'm glad he'll better come back. And uh, the next series, our first defensive series, Thomas Bollier hurt his shoulder a little bit, but he, he should be back this week. Um, he okay. didn't play in the Jamboree. Uh, we didn't want to rush him back. You know, if it was a major situation, maybe he could have gone. But um, but he should be back this Friday. So that's a good thing for our defense to have him back, you know, as our kind of our leader of our defense. Um, and he's, a, I mean, besides the fact that he's a really good player, but, he you know, he, he's the leader of that defense. He, he makes the calls and gets guys lined up and all that good stuff. Okay. Yeah, so uh, interesting uh, uh, with that uh, – with, uh, this, uh, of course, the Centerville, uh, we missed you. Uh, you had a uh, special meeting, I think, uh, we had, called we had uh, last Monday, so yeah, we missed we our another coach's meeting. show. Yeah, uh, anything out that district meeting maybe fans or, or alums would like to know, maybe something different? Uh, or? No, it's basically if we want to change district bylaws, things like that every year, we have it at the beginning of the year. Okay. Um, you know, if, if any sports want to change something, they have to bring it up and let the principals vote on it because, you know, the LHSA is really and truly run by the principals. Sure. Um, as far as football goes, though, nothing was really changed. Um, basketball, they changed some verbiage on, on some things about the district championship playing through, you know, two rounds and all that kind of stuff. 
Um, but that's really about it. That's pretty much all they voted on. You know, uh, to be very candid with you, I thought maybe, you know, with the uh, lawsuit taking place up in Baton Rouge with regards to the select and non-select with the nine schools uh, up in north Louisiana, Alexandria, and up in Monroe, I thought maybe something had come up to where the coaches wanted to meet if there was something that came out of that, that suit and uh, that was brought forth. I mean, what are you hearing? Uh, anything you hear with some of your uh, contemporaries? Nothing with really that? right now. Um, of course, it comes into play only for the playoffs. Yes. You know, uh, districts well, are set, and uh, the games with the inter-district foes and all, it's pretty much set in place. It's just that once the season's yeah. uh, well, concluded. But, but right now, I mean, it's no different than it was last year. We didn't know what our playoffs were going to look like until week 10 of the season last year. Yeah, that's, that's right. It was later up, on during the that's year. That's where they ended up, you know, letting us know what the definition was and who was select, who was non-select in, in that point. Um, so I, I really don't know what's going to happen right now, how it's going to look, um, but I just know that we have to have the best regular season we can so we have our best chance to make a run in the playoffs, okay. whether it's 15 yeah. teams or 34 teams, whatever it is. Yeah, you know, we, we talked about it a little bit uh, by your sports, our uh, sports show in the mornings uh, uh, that last Monday, and uh, we, we felt that uh, with that, uh, the injunction being uh, approved and uh, with that, so um, – we thought, I thought anyway, that uh, it might have been something that come into play, you know, with that, with that, not realizing you have a, a, a district meeting uh, just to go over everything and talk about it and all. Uh, but my question now with, with, do you hear anything else with regards to, uh, I mean, you know, the principals had two or three times to meet in the last year. And uh, it seems like they haven't gone through with meetings to say, yeah, this is, we don't want this to take place. or yeah, we want this to take place is what I'm saying. They had opportunities to say, no, this is, we don't want this. Yeah, let's do this. And by them not meeting, it tells me they were happy with the way things turned out. Yeah. I mean, I I honestly think the majority of the people were happy with it. Now they, I don't think they were happy with the way it was done. Um, Because they kind of took that that power out of the principal's hands, which is, you know, what the way it's set up is that the principals have the vote. Um, So, you know, that's my understanding that they were a little upset about that. But for the most part, I think most people were happy with, you know, with the playoff system, the way it was. It was more competitive overall in all divisions. Um, But. And, you know, we stopped and seeing these one in nine teams and two in eight teams make the uh, playoffs when. uh, Really not fair to the teams that uh, put in the efforts and all. And uh, when the 32 teams, and the, there was places where some of the teams uh, got in even though uh, they shouldn't have been in. And uh, it was, uh, uh, I think, Director Bonin uh, uh, did a good job and uh, got things in place the way things should be. So uh, uh, all in all, talking to people, I think he did a pretty good job. But I thought if the principals didn't like it, they'd have met and said, uh, no, nope. And they had, this is after the football season this past January. They could have gone in there and, and made a fuss about it, but it didn't happen from what I see. So uh, yeah. I'm wondering if they're just happy. These nine schools don't know. Uh, I guess they were put in the select category. <laughs> so I don't, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, just interesting. Anyway, time for our first break. Anyway, we're going to come back and uh, talk a little bit about Catholic High's uh, opening uh, game uh, this coming uh, Friday as they head to Abbeville to take on the Vermilion Catholic Screaming Eagles. Stay with us. We'll be right back after this. BNL Engine Service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18-wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call 337-365-2111 for more information. 
Once again, call 337-365-2111. Looking for a quick and easy no-hassle loan? Look no longer and go visit Sherlow or Ruby at Allstate Credit. The good folks at Allstate Credit are willing to help you with a small loan. They will treat you as a special and personable customer because they've been serving New Iberia for almost a half a century. So stress no longer. Come visit Sherlock or Ruby at Allstate Credit at 1112 Center Street or call them at 364-4538. Allstate Credit all the time. Freeman's Food and Furniture has been locally owned and operated since 1941. With their 18,000 square foot showroom floor, Freeman's Furniture Store is certain to have what you're looking for. Need a comfortable mattress, Tempur-Pedic and Sealy are like no other, and they're only available at Freeman's. With 60-month interest-free financing, you couldn't sleep better. Freeman's Food and Furniture Complex, located on the corner of Hopkins and Admiral Doyle Drive, right here in New Iberia. Visit Freeman soon. Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. Times are tough right now for small businesses, but as a small business owner, you're pretty tough too. In case you needed a reminder, you started your own business. And while there's certainly more challenges ahead, the UPS store is always here to help. Should your small business need any ing, we're ready with every ing. Printing, mailboxing, notarizing, whatever ing we can do. The UPS Store. Every ing for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store franchise locations are independently owned and operated. Services pricing and hours may vary. See Center for details. Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. And uh, with that, Coach, uh, big ball game. Of course, the first game of the season kicking off of the Panthers uh, this coming Friday night up in Abbeville when you take on the Screaming Eagles of Amelia Catholic. A pretty talented football team and a young man, that quarterback, uh, is going to give a lot of people uh, the heebie-jeebies this year, uh, this fall. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, they're 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 one heck of a ball club. They always are. Coach Brock Prejean over there does a great job mm-hmm. with them. Um, those kids are are just really good football players. Normally, they don't you know they don't normally have the most talented kids you know as far as Division One athletes go. But they are always a solid team. They're always competing for district championships, making runs in the playoffs. Um, I mean, last year they went to the dome. Yeah, that's enough said with that. Uh, of course, uh, Coach, what can our fans look to see uh, who travel to Abbeville Friday night? Uh, what type of offensive and defensive sets will we see? And uh, what do you expect from them uh, with regards to uh, – they? I know they like to throw the football, and they've got a guy that can do it, but uh, what kind of offense, what sets do they mostly run out of that you see? Yeah, offensively, actually, we're both very similar, um, the two teams. You know, they, they'll probably be a little more – it looks I haven't watched a ton of their offense because I'm an offensive coordinator, so I'll watch a lot more of their defense. Um, but those are their, they're pretty pretty heavy, 11 personnel and 10 personnel. Um, uh, but they, they run the ball a lot more than they have in the past. Last year they started to run the ball pretty well. Um, they don't throw it quite as much as the VCs of, of old had done. Um, but they're pretty balanced, too. They'll throw it. They'll run it. Uh, like you said, the little quarterback, he, he's a special player. Um, I don't know how well he throws a deep ball. 
um, but he does a lot of they do a lot of screens. He runs the ball really, really well. I mean, he's he's a special little athlete back there. Um, so offensively, you know, they're, they're going to be pretty balanced. They'll they'll do a lot of you know one back, one tight end, three receiver sets, one back, four receiver sets, that type of stuff. Um, defensively, they're 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 based out of a three three stack. Um, it looks like they play a lot of cover one or cover three, middle field close stuff. Um, and they like to blitz. They'll they'll bring a really? lot of different a lot of different blitz packages. So so you know we'll have to be prepared for that and have to do a good job up front protecting in the pass game and run game. Um, but you know it, it should be a good game. I'm excited about it. They're they're like I said they're a really good ball club. Um, I don't think they're quite as good as they were last year, uh, which is good for us because they were they were really good last year. Sure. Um, but it should be it should be a really good game. Um, I think it's come down to whoever makes the least mistakes and, and is and executes the best. And, uh, d- who did they uh, play last week? I'm trying to recall who they might have played. They in played the Westminster in the Jamboree. Okay, Westminster. that's right. You did mention I'm that sure, to me. I'm pretty sure Opelous is Westminster. Yeah, that, off the air. I, th- I remember now you mentioned that to me. But, uh, of course, and of course, your defensive personnel up front have to stay in their lanes because he'll take off if mm-hmm. uh, his receivers are covered or he sees an opening uh, with a lot of green in front of him. Yep. And this is a grass field, not a turf field. This is a and grass field. So uh, you'll be playing on grass uh, uh, this coming Friday up in Abbeville, and the kickoff, I think, is uh, 7 o'clock, which yep, it usually is. And I'm sure there will be water breaks at uh, the six-minute mark in each quarter uh, with that, uh, with uh, the game against uh, VC. Uh, with uh, regards to uh, their offense, as you mentioned, uh, uh, other than uh, the young man, Dartez, uh, any other guys uh, fans might want to keep an eye on? They have a really good running back. I'm not sure what his name is uh-huh. nor his number, um, but he, he's a really good little player. I think he's just a sophomore, and he has a brother that plays defense. Um, the brother, I think, is 35. Like I said, I watch a lot more defense than offense. All right. Um, but he, he he's a really good player. He looks like he's a pretty thick kid. Um, I don't know how exactly what his measurables are, but he looks like he's pretty thick. He's tough to take down. Um, so they, they make a pretty good one-two punch in the run game, those two guys. Um, they have a big old big old center, um, big boy who, who, who moves some people around. Um, Are they most in the shotgun formation? Yeah. Will, take some under, will uh, they go I under snap? I didn't up, see them go under, under center, center, but like I said, I haven't watched a ton of their offense yet. Um, Coach O could definitely tell you the answer to that question. Okay. Um, but, you know, as the week goes, I'll watch more and more and have a better sure. idea of that. But, no, they're, they're definitely mostly gun. Uh, I'm not sure if they've been under center at all or not. Um, but like I said, you know, they're, they're, they're a pretty good one-two punch in the run game with the little quarterback and the tailback. Um, and he, like I said, he throws the ball pretty well. Their receivers are all good players. Um, I don't think any of them are, you know, superstars, uh, but they're all solid high school football players. Sure, and especially, uh, of course, defensively, uh, they'll line up in uh, a 4-3, a 3-4. 3-3 three, three, three stack. 3-3 three, three stack, okay. So uh, they'll have uh, five DBs back there or strong safety, additional strong safety. They'll yeah, so line up as a linebacker. It'll be more like a, more like a, almost like a 3-5. So they'll have three okay. backers in the box, and they'll have those two overhangs um, with a co- two corners and one free safety in the middle. Anybody on uh, uh, defense, uh, of course, you've watched a little film on them. Uh, anybody catch your attention for them uh, that the fans might look forward to? Yeah, like I said, uh, the little running back's brother, or I think they're brothers. That's what I was told. Number 35, yes. he's, a, he's a one of the little overhang players. Um, he, he, he's a physical kid. He, he does a good job in coverage. Um, he, he's the one that's caught my attention the most um, personnel-wise. But like I said, once again, they're, they're solid all over the place. There's no, no real big weaknesses on their team. Um, all their kids are, are pretty good players, and you know, there's no one, no one in particular that you, know, you want to pick on. And at the same time, there's, like I said, they're, they're typically not um, loaded with Division One talent. They're just loaded with a bunch of really good high school football players that know how to play, that are hard-nosed, that are well-coached. Um, 
and that's I mean that's what VC football is. And okay. I, you know, I love I love watching those guys play. And I love playing against them. Uh, also, with that, of course, something that fans don't realize, but special teams, you know, kick off and, uh, and punt returns and kickoff returns and those type of particular positions and all, uh, they can win or lose a ball game for you. With regards, to, as you mentioned, you know, you had a high snap for a, a field goal in the game, uh, the Jamboree the other night. You hit it, kick it, you win the game. But uh, that's an important part of the game. It's basically a third of the game. There are a lot of punts and kick returns and things that come into play and uh what do they have a, a great kicker or do they have uh have you noticed anything in that with special teams that might grab your attention or our fans um their kicker's not bad uh they, i haven't seen them kick any field goals so i don't know what his you know his, his field goal range is but you know he's been 100 percent from what i've seen on pats um on kickoffs he he kicks it he can kick it to about the five yard line he had three they had three kickoffs one was to the five one was to the 10 the other one was a little bit shorter to like the 20 um but i'm not sure if that's what they were trying to do or not um, but no, I mean they're they're, they're pretty solid. Uh, their punt game's a little bit different. They kind of quick punt it, quick kick it with their offensive setup. Um, so I don't know if they don't have a true punter or, or what the deal is. And when you say quick kick it, like he's only ten yards back yeah, or so something he, like that. He's actually 15? probably a little bit closer than, than ten. He's okay. Uh, it might it, it might be the quarterback actually because they're okay. in an offensive set. Um, but it's clearly a, a punting situation when they're doing it. So he's just catching it and kicking it one step, punting it, just getting rid of it. Um, so I think it actually is the quarterback, which. It's kind of scary. <laughs> yeah, it is because he could always yep. slip it under his arm if they, if your defensive uh, uh, team doesn't, uh, t- they turn their backs, you know, on the punter thinking he kicked the ball, and then he takes off yep. up the yep. field because someone didn't hold their ground to make sure the ball was kicked. And uh, uh, interesting though, but a lot of people don't realize how important special oh, teams absolutely. are. They a big play in the game and uh, to set up a, a score or a fumble recovery or or any of those options. Uh, yeah, that's a big part of the game that's very important. And uh, especially today, uh, almost everybody has a pretty good kicker, you know, in that regard with all the soccer kids mm-hmm. kicking footballs today. So, uh, anyway, it's pretty interesting uh, with that. But uh, big game for the Panthers against VC this coming uh, uh, Friday night at 7 p.m. over in, uh, at their own field there in, uh, in Abbeville, which is right off of State Street, I do believe. Uh, for fans arriving to the game. So uh, I think it's right off State Street. Uh, I know I've been to that stadium a few times. It's been a few years, though, since I've been there. But uh, And as you mentioned, they play pretty competitive football uh, at VC. So, uh, Coach, uh, anything else maybe to punch in about football before we uh, head to our next break and maybe uh, talk about other things taking place at Catholic High? Oh, nothing in particular. No, I, like I said, I think we had a pretty good start to the week today. Um, I think our guys are excited. They enjoy the nice, cool weather today uh, that we had, a break from the 110-degree heat that we've been having. Um, but, no, I mean, you know, it should be a great ball game. I, I think, like I said, I think it will come down to, to who makes the fewer mistakes because they're well coached. Um, I like to think our guys are well coached, and, and I know our guys could go out there and give great effort. Coach, before I take the break, I just how, how did uh, your hydration go during the course of the last few weeks with uh, keeping kids hydrated and all? How, how do you keep an eye on that? You know, that's so important too in this uh, with this heat-related uh, issues right now. Well, we had to make some modifications to our practice plans. Um, you know, Coach Biz, we're, we're very fortunate to have a great, great athletic trainer in, in uh, Biz. Um, you know, she'd come to me and talk to me a little bit before. So, kind of, you know, what we kind of do is we we warm up actually in the gym. Um, just to limit our time outside, warm in the gym. Uh, we do some of our individual stuff inside the gym with just helmets um, in the cool weather. Then we'd come outside and we'd go through like our seven-on-seven seven Pascal stuff and some more individual stuff and just helmets. 
and we pretty much just put our pads on for team team stuff team and inside run uh periods and we'd we'd increase the break periods in between so like pretty much every 20 minutes we'd have a five minute break uh, to where they'd go get water and take their helmets off and sometimes we make them take their pads off just different things like that to try to try to keep them cool try to keep them rested um some things that i've never done in my had to have done in my coaching career up to this point huh but you know it's never been this hot before i don't know I i don't know where it's coming from but hopefully it goes away soon yeah you're right about that september is right around the corner so uh with that but yeah it's so important today uh as you see young athletes you know uh thinking oh, i'm fine i'm fine uh, i know years ago it was salt tablets you find uh, i'm taking a lot uh today it's there's so many other type of drinks to hydrate yourself yep. uh in that regard anyway time to take our next break here on uh the chs coaches show you're listening to kane radio fm 107.5 and am 1240 we'll be back with with more right after this. Hi, I'm Corey Averick, co-owner of R&R Glassworks. We specialize in auto and truck glass repair and replacement, window motors and frameless shower doors. We also handle plexiglass and storefront repair and replacement. Give us a call at 365-9311 or come by and see us at 1006D 20 Arpit Road in New Iberia. So for all your glass needs, remember R&R Glassworks. Thank you and God bless. Hi, I'm Tony Landry for Gulf America Wire Rope in Catholic High School. And at Gulf America Wire Rope is an all-field service company which is dedicated to speedy customer service and technical leadership. Gulf America Wire Rope is owned and operated by brothers Jed and Drew LeBlanc, both CHS graduates. Their knowledge and leadership skills were obtained through CHS has brought them success in the business world. Go visit Jed and Drew at their Broussard location, and they're always ready to talk CHS sports. And remember, go Big Red. At Sester Wealth, our goal is simple. We want to help you define, reach, and exceed your financial goals. Using our processes, we prepare clients for both the expected and unexpected life brings us. No one can predict the future, but we can certainly help prepare for it at Sester Wealth. For all that we expect in life and what we don't expect in life, we strive to prepare clients for all life has to offer. So for all life has to offer, contact Bert Sestia and Jenny Vize at Sestia Wealth. Securities offered through Triad Advisors, LLC, member of FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through GWM Advisors, a registered investment advisor. GWM Advisors and Sestia Wealth are separate entities from Triad Advisors, LLC. This ranch is not about cattle or animals. We're talking about plants and much, much more. That's the Landscape Ranch right here in New Iberia. You can find all sorts of plants such as annuals, palm trees, and container trees, as well as a variety of chemicals and fertilizers to keep them healthy. Locally owned, they provide bulk materials such as sand, soil, limestone, rock, and they'll deliver right to your doorstep. While you're there, you can visit their lobby. You'll find gifts provided by local artists. The Landscape Ranch, located where Jefferson Terrace meets Main Street. Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 1075. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry, along with head football coach uh, Matt Decimo. And, Coach, uh, you know, a lot of things. Uh, I know volleyball is cranking up, cross country and other uh, sports. Plus, you mentioned off the air that uh, they, uh, they have uh, something going on, I think, tonight. I don't know uh, what you'd like to uh, let our listeners know right off the top, but go ahead. Yeah, I'm um, going on actually starting right about now. We have Panther Pride Night uh, tonight that I'm actually going to head to right after I leave from here. It's kind of a uh, kind of an introduction introductory thing to um the fall sports football and, and cheerleaders oh, okay. will be out there. Um and, and there's going to be some food and, and some music and all kind of stuff. Kind of like a tail kind of like a big tailgate party. Okay. Um, I know coach Aaron Aaron Rob, Robeson who's kind of our our um our uh, student activities 
director. She okay. she she kind of set this whole thing up to try. To, they're gonna talk about some different cheers to do like during first downs and and touchdowns and things like that. All right. Um. So you know that's that's a big thing that she kind of got set up going today. Um. That I know all the kids are sticking around for. Like I said, I'm heading straight back there after this. Um. Should be a good thing. I know. I know there's be a lot of kids there. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure how many parents and all that kind of stuff are going. But I think it should be a, a good little outing. Like I said, a big tailgate type thing. Um, as far as that goes, and that's tonight. Uh, tomorrow, I believe, is the first volleyball game. I know we're playing Hanson in volleyball. I'm pretty sure last week we're just Jamborees. I know we played in the Turlings Jamboree. Um, so that should be great to get that going. I know I know Coach Coach Gary and the girls have been working really hard this all summer long, um, this fall, you know. So I know they're excited about that. Should be should be interesting to see how they, they start the season off. Uh, I'm sure it will be a great, a great start to the season. Um, they're very talented, like I said, and they've been working really hard. Uh, I know on Wednesday we have a middle school scrimmage in football, um, our middle school scrimmage against Ascension Episcopal in Youngsville. And this is 7th and 8th grade, is that correct? 7th and 8th grade, that is correct. Okay. Um, I, don't think, I don't think it's 5th and 6th, too. I think it's just 7th and 8th. Okay. Uh, but you know that that's a scrimmage that has been going on for a while. You know, my Bo Bo is the head coach here at Catholic High. My brother and my dad's <laughs> still the head middle school coach at Ascension. So, so it's a little bit of a Desermo affair. Um, I'm gonna try to stop by if I can right. for a little while. All right. Um, but you know they've been doing that for for years now. Uh, that scrimmage. So <clears throat> should be interesting. It's always a good good competition. Um, on Thursday, volleyball plays again against ESA freshman JV and varsity. And uh, we have a fifth and sixth grade scrimmage against Erath, uh, football scrimmage against Erath on All Thursday. Right. So, so yeah. So Wednesday must just be seventh and eighth, um, and then, and then on Friday, you know, we get we get the varsity game, varsity game going, uh, first game of the year against VC. So, so it's a pretty busy, pretty busy week this week um, as far as athletics goes. Uh, unfortunately, we weren't able to have a JV game this week. Um, BC they just didn't have the numbers to play okay. JV. We were supposed right. to, we were supposed to play tomorrow, but uh, Coach Brock re- let me know over the summer, and I wasn't able to find anyone else. And you're still able to have uh, approximately 65 kids that uh, that play uh, on the varsity. Yes, but, we're right uh, around your 65. freshman sophomore class, uh, you might have uh, 30 kids or 25, uh, 40 kids between like freshman that. and sophomore. Yeah, when you have a JV game. Yeah, so we probably have about 34 freshmen and sophomore combined, and we do have a few juniors that play JV too. Okay. All right. No, probably, inex- about, probably about maybe four, maybe five at most. Yeah, inexperienced kids that uh, yeah. play a little JV for so, you. So we're probably so our JV squad probably is thirty-five to forty kids, okay. somewhere in that range, which is not which is not bad. Um, okay. It's not bad numbers. Uh, maybe a few less than that. Somewhere somewhere between thirty and forty, I'd say. Um, so that's that's not a bad JV squad, especially for a two A team. Okay, and I'm sure cross country and uh, soccer. Not soccer, uh, volleyball, as you mentioned, with Coach Gary Westcott uh, uh, underway and all. So uh, things are going on at Catholic High. And, of course, it seems like uh, I pass by and see the blinking uh, uh, neon sign that says, uh, you know, come uh, be a Panther. they got open house. You want to come by and see that. So uh, something to promote the school. If young people would like to be a student at Catholic High, I'm sure uh, somebody will be there to take them around to enjoy themselves and all. Yeah, absolutely. We, we actually had our open house on Wednesday of last week um, for, for our um, current students. Their parents came, went through their schedule, and that was a, a, good, a, good, um, a good showing. Uh, quite a few parents that came. Um, I know Brandon, uh, Brandon Poche is our – I 
can't think of exactly the title off the top of my head, uh, but he's the one that gives students tours and, and does all okay, that kind of some stuff. Kind he of does media a great relations job. and yeah, things he, like he's, that. He's in the development department. Okay, okay, and um, uh, interesting. Uh, and uh, see that so schools underway, uh, teachers are there, and the students are in class, and for a couple of weeks now, and. Uh, uh, it's a, unless I'm telling you off the air, what a difference, you know, when I was in school, there was no air conditioning other than the principal's office and maybe the secretary and uh, maybe one classroom if a teacher had brought an air conditioner for the class. I, could, I can't imagine. I, I, would, I, would, I would think some people might want to go to the principal's office if that's the case. They may try to get in trouble on purpose. <laughs> they had a few that, uh, that happened, yeah. too. Anyway, uh, Coach, don't know uh, what else uh, uh, you might have to any further. Other uh, things, of course, uh, some of the workouts, I know you've been in school now a few weeks uh, and practicing for a few weeks. Uh, things are going well and all. Of course, a big game this coming uh, uh, Friday night at 7 o'clock over at Abbeville at VC. And uh, with that, just looking at some of my notes here, uh, uh, the Pride Night you said they have tonight. And does that usually take place uh, out at the stadium or is there some activity so uh, around the gyms or this, something? Well, of this that is nature? the first year they do it, I believe. Okay. Um, it's going to start off in the gym, the dish gym, which is the old gym. Okay. Um, and it's going to end up going out to the Panther patio, which is a little um, tailgate area right behind the concession stand at the field. Okay. So that's where the music and all that stuff's supposed to be, as, from my understanding. Um, but no, this is the first year that they do it. Uh, so, you know, it's in, I'm, I'm excited to go back there and see how, what it looks like, how many people showed up. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know we also have, I think swimming's about to get started too. I think I heard uh, Coach Maria Stegall saying that their first meet maybe next weekend. Okay. Um, so that's another fall sport that's going on. And like you said, I know cross country's going to be getting, getting started pretty soon. I actually saw them running this morning when I got there for workouts, for, kid, for our workouts at uh, 6.15. So they oh, were wow. running. I guess they were trying to beat the heat. Yeah, boy, you're right about that. But it was, like you said, yeah. it was pretty nice today. Yeah, it was. 91, 92 degrees. It was. They were going, it was nice. Um, <laughs> I mean, and we also have our golf tournament coming up pretty soon. That's October is that the uh, 21st. Big, is that the big red tournament yep, where that's the, that's the fundraiser for the for, football team? For football, yes, sir. And uh, that's usually, I know it's been held at Cane uh, Row yep. for the last few years. It'll be at Cane Row on October 21st. Um, you know, we're still, we're still looking for teams to join, looking for sponsors for that. Um, you know, it's always a good time. Uh, I remember playing in it when I was in high school. It's always a, a, a good old time out there. That squirrel run back then. Right. Um, but, but you know, great great outing, great time getting together with everybody and, you know, seeing who, who supports Catholic High football and, and just getting just having a good time on the golf course. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, Coach, uh, good luck to you uh, Friday night as you take on the VC Screaming Eagles over in Abbeville. Uh, hopefully the Panthers put a big W up on the board. I know it, it'd be a nice start for you as the head football coach at Catholic High. Yes, sir. That's that's the plan. So. That's right. Anyway, good luck to you, Coach. Of course, uh, the CHS Coaches Show was brought to you in part by Gulf America Wire Rope, the Romero's, Romero's Power Sports, Sester Wealth Management, the Landscape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, R&R Glass, Hennigan Team Dentistry, the UPS Store, Catholic High School, Mustin Patu, Integrity Rentals, B&L Engine Repair, Gulf Marine, Action Specialties, HMC Forms, uh, Senate Campaign, uh, Dr. Seth Rosenswig's Group, EP Bro, United Fire and Safety, Swing Insurance, Stepco Products, Colder CPAs, HIS Fire and Safety, and Musso Investment Group. And with that, we'll say good night and God bless.
From the Kawasaki Ninja Sports Bikes to the Kawasaki Jet Ski Watercraft, Kawasaki and Romero Power Sports makes it easier than ever to put yourself on your dream machine. Right now, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki are offering their lowest payments of the year on all Kawasaki vehicles. Choose from the great lineup of Kawasaki motorcycles, ATVs, watercraft mule utility vehicles, and the Terex lineup of SUVs. Whatever you need, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki offer great prices, financing, and the famous Romero service after the sale. Kawasaki and Romero's Power Sports, let the good times roll at 900 South Lewis Street in New Iberia. The tradition continues. Hi, I'm Donald Hennigan with Hennigan Team Dentistry. I, along with my entire team, have served Iberia Parish and the surrounding communities for the past 39 years. I'm happy to announce that my daughter, Dr. Abigail Hennigan-Daly, has just recently joined us as a dental associate. Together, we commit to offering the best possible dental care in a relationship of trust and confidence. Call our office today at 364-2156 and allow us to change the way you feel about dentistry. Go Panthers! Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. BNL Engine Service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18-wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call 337-365-2111 for more information. Once again, call 337-365-2111. The hits that stand the test of time. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 107.5.